How do we access the miraculous? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Nitzivs. Hamik Davar, the Zecher Nishmas, my father, of Chaim Shmuel Ben Zev. This week's Parsha, Parshas Miketz. And, as you can see, Zos Chanukah, the last night of Chanukah, with all the incredible lights, the most brilliant night when we have the most light because we light all of the candles. We'll talk about that a little bit. But to the Parsha. Pasuk Yud Bey is just a few sukkim into the parsha. Paro is dreams, and he asks all of his wise chartumim to try and understand and explain his dreams. And all of a sudden pipes up the Sar Hamashkim, the butler, who, when we last heard of him, uh, was the last line, the last pasuk in the previous parsha, in Parshas Vayeshev, where... Uh, it says, Velo zachar sar hamashkim. And the butler did not uh, remember Yosef. And he forgot him. He was supposed to remember him. He was supposed to tell people about Yosef so that Yosef could get out. And here we are. Two years later, not just two years, but two years of days every single day. Painful. Uh, reminder that he did not remember. And over here he says, uh, possibly referring to the sin that got him into jail to begin with, but also possibly a reference to the fact that he had forgotten about Yosef. And in, to, in order to describe Yosef, he uses some very interesting descriptions. It was Shami Tanu. And I was there with the Sarah Ofen, with the baker. And with us was a na'ar ivri eved, l'sar hatabachim, a young Hebrew slave to the chief executioner, the, the head of the prisons. And we told him our dreams, and he solved them, each one of us he solved. And then it highlights this tripartite description. Nahar, Ivri, Eved. Mosif, Pela, Bechol, Prat. Each description, each characterization adds a wonderment, adds something awesome. Each detail takes it further and further into making it unbelievable. First, Shehu Nahar, Velo Limed Chachmos. He's young and he did not he didn't, he didn't uh, learn any wisdom yet. He's young. Ve'ivri, he is Hebrew, somebody who uh, is different. Imkain lo Why? How are they different, the Jews? They believe in God. They don't use magic. Lo Whatever he figured out wasn't like the Khartoumin, wasn't through witchcraft or magic or anything like that. So first, he's young, doesn't know anything, hasn't uh, gotten schooled. Two, he's a Hebrew, and so he doesn't rely on witchcraft or magic or other sorcery or other kinds of things. And three, the Eved. If you're a slave and you're a servant, you don't have the time to go and sit in schools and learn with other people. So not only do you not have time to read, because you're Nahar, he's young enough, he hadn't had time to, to read anything. He didn't have time to go to school either. 
each one of these details deepens the wonderment, the awesomeness that Yosef, this Nar Ivri Eved, could figure out uh, the dreams of the butler and the baker. The Imkain, says the Nitziv. What was the butler saying? The Imkain hu inyan eloki. And therefore, this must have been something godly. Kemoshi adua hayalahem because it was already known to them that the families of the Jews, that they were above nature and they had a different characteristic than other people. How did they know that? Nitzv quotes a pasuk uh, a little bit later on, Parak Mem Gimel, Pasuk Chav Gimel. Um, when the brothers come to uh, who they don't realize is Yosef, Tzafnas Paneach was his name at that point. And they come back the second time and they say, listen, when we showed up at home, we realized all our money was given back to us, so we brought the money with us to give it back to you. And Yosef, Tzafnas Paneach, says to them, Vayomer Shalom Lechem, don't worry, be at peace. Altirau, do not have fear. Elokechem, velokei avichem, it was your God who took care of you, the God of your fathers. Uh, put your money back into your wallets, back into your... Uh, I got paid. But what's he saying? And saying you're, you're God, the God of your father has given you this hidden treasure back in your packs, says the Nitziv there. We already know in Egypt that the providence, the care of Hashem, of your God, is awesome and wondrous. And so, according to this, and Nitziv understands that the Mitzrim knew that the Jews thought of and were taken care of and had a specific relationship with God. And so all kinds of awesome and wondrous things could happen beyond nature, beyond the regular goings-on of the world. V'imkain, says the Nitziv, ein kates ugvul ledavar. Fascinating phrase. If so, if this is so, and they have access, the Jews, we have access to something beyond. There is no end there is no finitude, infinity, ugvul. There's no borders, Ladavar. Anything is possible. Nitziv is saying that the realization here of the butler was that it must have been a godly response that was able to uh, help him and interpret his dreams beyond what the Khartoumen could figure out, beyond what anybody could figure out, because he was a nar, ivri, eved. Lower and lower levels. Awesome more, making, making the reality of what happened more awesome, more un not understandable, less understandable, and more irrational. There's a famous quote attributed to many, but unclear who uh, exactly uh, said it. The impossible will take care of it once. Miracles will take a little longer. But perhaps that's not quite right. How do miracles happen? Hard work, lots of effort, 
On Hanukkah, can we explain how one little vial of oil lasted eight days? How a small army outlasts an army? How in each generation we face near certain annihilation and emerge? The physical components of a small vial of oil, how does that last eight days? If you told me it lasted two days, okay, maybe I could figure it out on a rational, natural basis. But eight days, that's not natural. That's not rational. It's not explainable. You have to access beyond nature, the irrational, the unnatural, the supernatural. And only if we turn to beyond nature, beyond rational, only then can we explain and access the miraculous. How many times has someone said to you, it's impossible, and then they gave up? How many times have you done that? But if we want to access the miraculous, if we want to be like we mentioned in last week's Parsha, we want to be like parrots from whom Mashiach comes, sticking out his hand before his brother was born. Not natural, not normal, not rational. We can't explain it. If we want to alter the course of history, we have to pray. And we have to look to the irrational, the unnatural reality of the miraculous that is unlikely, improbable, and possibly possible only in an impossible world. That's what we pray for every day, for Mashiach, for Yeshua, for salvation. Chazal tell us in a number of places, Gemara's, Medrash, Yeshua Hashem keheref ayin. The salvation of Hashem is in the blink of an eye. The impossible can be done at once. Miracles can also be done in the blink of an eye. All we need is to reach out. All we need is to try and access it through our prayer and through our belief. May this be the bracha that the Nitziv is pointing us to profoundly, that we are trying to access the miraculous, the light that we're trying to bring in, even in dark times, maybe especially in dark times. May this be the bracha, the blessing that we all take with us to try and access the miraculous just by trying.